Everybody, welcome to another episode of Talks with AQ, season two, where we talk about music, we talk about things that inspire you, and we keep it fresh and new. But today is a special episode with the great and amazing Lindsay Brackage. Now, she's right here. Um, she is a talented singer, opera classically trained. I'm not going to go into no more detail, but she's going to talk about it more. So. First and foremost, introduce yourself. Hi, um, my name's Lindsay Brackage. Um, like, I I don't actually remember like how we met. Do you remember? Ugh, that's a good question. How did we meet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many yeah. years younger are you than me? I'm 25 years old, so we... probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a bit okay. Yep. Okay. So we went to just to let everyone know we went to the same undergrad. Yeah, same undergrad, Piedmont College, which is now Piedmont University. University, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. Um, <laughs> but that's where we met, and yeah. I feel like friends introduced us. Yeah, it was either at some point like I had already graduated or something. Yeah, you had already graduated. Possibly. I think I met you while. Wow, some friends went to go like eat somewhere. Was it Fenders? I think I think it was one of those Possibly. Places. Yeah, Possibly. it was one of those places. They were like, hey, this is Lindsay. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was either that or Waffle House. But I don't know. <laughs> Could have also been Waffle House. Could, Could have also been Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad I know you, so it's cool. So. <laughs> I'm glad I know you. <laughs> well, um, let's see. More about me. More about um, you. This is about you. Yeah. stop picking up the limelight right um (laughs) let's see uh well I graduated from Piedmont University I am working towards uh being a fully independent opera singer right now just came out with a new cd I have um right now I teach preschool and do like marketing and um, graphic design and stuff like that wow okay yeah okay marketing graphic design I did not know that <laughs> okay hmm. all right how has that been going for you like career wise like like how has that like changed from where you first thought you were going to be to where you are now oh um if someone had told me like how this was going to go like early on I 100% would not have believed them um it's kind of like like that quote like everyone tells you how hard it is to be an artist but no one tells Mm -hmm. you how hard it is to be not to not be an artist yeah so like we and by we I mean me and my dog have been living a life of like a thousand part-time jobs to uh, keep everything flowing and have enough money to to do all of the musical things and produce Mm -hmm. a CD and Mm -hmm. um, do coachings and lessons and auditions and stuff. So um, it's been a lot. 
there's a lot of a lot of the behind the scenes jobs that no one really sees um to keep this thing going and to keep it uh steady so that's amazing i hope you and your dog have made milestones over <laughs> milestones that's it's great he really Love just that. like leeches off of me he does no work <laughs> for the cause <laughs> no work for um, the cause we've talked about that a few times he doesn't seem to be getting it that he needs to <laughs> get a job but you know whatever <laughs> he'll work someday today's not that day yeah, he'll work someday <laughs> someday <laughs> oh my gosh so you know coming out of um Piedmont College and then you also if I remember this correctly you did your master's also a while ago and you've been auditioning ever since and you have the cd that we are promoting this episode by so if you guys didn't know she is coming up with a cd um an album called evergreen i believe is that correct yep evergreen okay so can you talk to us a little bit more about what this album means to you and what can we expect not too much not too little i mean it's, it hasn't released yet so i can't like can't get too much of the sauce, but yeah, you sure want to keep it a surprise, right? Um, <laughs> hey, sorry, you know, they don't tell all the secrets, <laughs> yeah, they don't. Okay, so Evergreen is, um, was kind of my project during the pandemic to keep mm -hmm. myself busy because right. I have a bad habit of when I don't have a goal to meet, um, mm. I get kind of like lazy and unmotivated and um, right. just kind of sad altogether. Right. Not a great combo. So I uh, came up with this to work on. It started out just kind of working on songs and then changed into a Christmas album and then my voice teacher actually said hey let's let's make this an actual cd like you can get people to sponsor you and uh -huh. you, you know make it happen so that's kind of where it started and it just snowballed into this big thing but i got the name evergreen uh i was on a trip with my family to the grand canyon Wow. And uh, we were coming back from the Grand Canyon. We were going through Colorado and in the middle of the summer, but we got stuck in a, this snowstorm in Colorado. And mm -hmm. my dad's like griping in the front seat, you know, cause he has mm -hmm. to drive through the snowstorm. And I just thought it was the most beautiful picturesque view in the entire world mm -hmm. in the mountains and like, you know, moving really slow so you can see everything. Right. But we passed this little like dinky, almost falling down water tower in Evergreen, Colorado. And it had Evergreen on the front. And at that point, this was all still kind of an idea. None of mm -hmm. it had been fully formed yet. So um, I was still thinking of names and I was like, oh, I like Evergreen. Because I didn't want something that was super like cliche Christmas, you know? Right. That's just not who I am. So. Yeah. I think um, liked evergreen and then the more I researched about the evergreen the more I kind of liked it because researching it um, came up with this definition of like like a tree obviously that like you know goes through a bunch of different growing seasons staying cool and green yeah um, so I was like well that's kind of poetic you know if I made it poetic 
instead of like the Webster's Dictionary version of <laughs> an evergreen tree. Right. So I contacted my friend Kayla, and um, she was an amazing writer, and her and I came up with this poetic um, definition of what an evergreen would be uh, if you were describing a person as evergreen, so like an mm -hmm. adjective. And mm -hmm. we came up with a willingness to thrive, to bloom color, even in harshness, one with unwavering strength, resilient and steadfast in nature, vibrant and unyielding. Mm. And so it kind of spun out of that. Wow. And then all of the songs um, work with the evergreen title and they, um, so they either have like some nature aspect to them or they mm -hmm. have um, like they describe a different season of life yeah so like a harsh season a joyful season still seasons where nothing's happening um hopeful season stuff like that so yeah but yeah that's inspiring definitely thanks <laughs> you better i love the i love everybody has like their own story but yeah i love um stories where people didn't you know make it to the top so fast because to me their stories are a little more interesting and uh we all go through harsh seasons and yes. times when we want to <laughs> give up and stuff and it's to me that's more beautiful so that's what this album means to me is that staying full and thriving even during a horrible pandemic where you have no uh, view of what's going to come out the other side definitely <laughs> definitely so how did the pandemic affect you well everything shut down i got this amazing role to play uh to cover tosca in um greenville Mm -hmm. And um, Tosca has been one of those roles for me in opera that everyone's been telling me that I will eventually sing it. And, mm. but you know, not yet. Right. And like, I really hate the term not yet. Uh, I hate it when people like give you a little glimpse of like, hey, you're going to do this someday. It's just not today, you know? Right. I hate that. <laughs> and so I finally got my opportunity to um, cover Tosca and it got postponed. And then we um thought that possibly like we could do it again but then the pandemic actually didn't go away and we had to uh greenville had to um it was with glow lyric theater they had to go in like a smaller direction for shows because mm -hmm. tosca is a big show yeah and so it eventually got canceled so that was really devastating Oof. but other than that just kind of it makes you worry like with everything shutting down makes you worry about like if you're ever going to get the chance to like do what you love to do you know I so there was a lot of worry and uh yeah. a lot of sadness a lot of baking bread <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a lot of baking of bread <laughs> how many loaves <laughs> you no know, there were a lot of loaves i got like all the the um bread accessories like bread pans and like the cooling racks you would think that at like 30 that I would already have these things but I don't typically bake bread all that often when it comes sliced in a bag at the store 
But when the store doesn't have it anymore and you're desperate for bread, like, what are you going to do? You're going to make it. You're onto something there. Yeah. How does one start with baking bread? Well, um, (laughs) it, it starts with the yeast. And if you don't have the yeast, yeast. um, you're, you're in real trouble because, uh, when they were out of like bread at the stores, I guess there was like a, um, bread pandemic production halt or whatever. (laughs) Um, but they started, I guess everyone was like, yeah, I'll make my own bread. It'll be fine. And so you couldn't find yeast anywhere either. So that was, that was a lot. It's a lot to take in. (laughs) Are we going to see you making your own Lindsay bread business? 100% no. Um, (laughs) Because what I have found is that Lindsay is not good at making bread. Uh Um, I'm good at making like sweet breads. Okay. Like banana breads, oh. pumpkin loaves, things loaves. like that. But like straight bread, nah. Yeah. That is, if opera doesn't work out, like that is not not what you will see. It's not a fallback plan. No, it's not gotcha. a fallback plan. Okay. It was never gotcha. a fallback plan. It's still mm-hmm. not. So good for me for, you know, staying on the road to success. There you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah really that's the most motivation to keep doing the opera thing because i i don't have any skills in baking bread like, you already answered my next question back option you already next answered my next question what motivates you not making bread <laughs> not making bread motivates me. I, <laughs> having no skills in anything else really motivates me <laughs> um gosh no what it can't be not being able to bake bread like it can't be that no it can't can't be can't be be that like what we had some trouble with that Um, that's what motivated you this time just not making bread (laughs) eventually i will get more skilled at it and then you know i'll be like hmm which one Hmm. baking bread i have these two natural gifts special edition evergreen bread (laughs) (laughs) um what motivates me is I don't know like just being on stage it's like it's like the greatest high that you could ever have being on stage and um it lasts like only at night or two nights or however Mm -hmm. long the show lasts and then it's back to not doing it and Mm -hmm. I think like when you get a taste of how good something is to not have it is like your soul just kind of longs for it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you gave up on it, like it, it wouldn't matter because your soul would still long for it. So right. I would rather my soul longs for something that I'm trying to go and get rather than me accepting that this will never happen and just giving up on it because I'm Mm -hmm. still going to feel the same way, you know? Right. We need our music crack. (laughs) (laughs) It's very poetic. Look at you. Believe me. Look at you. Now, do you have any funny live performance stories? Funny live performance stories? Um... I mean, there are a lot there. None of them happen like during the performance, but they're mostly like, you know, after the after yeah. parties and stuff. Yeah, after parties. Uh, but I won't get into that. Um, 
He's like, no, the, you're, you're not going to catch me. Nope. <laughs> um, I, no, not really. Like, most of the characters that I play are, like, the sad um, leading ladies that, like, have unrequited love or, like, are loving so hard that they want to die or they're... Gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's, it affects your mental space. <laughs> Because you really, like, you think about love and, like, your own personal struggles in that area, like, a lot. Because uh, you need to connect to the characters. All this pain. So, uh, no, I have more, like, sad stories than funny stories. Well, but would you like yeah. to dabble in your sad story? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would not. Thank you. <laughs> well, then. All right. The funniest, okay, the funniest thing that's happened on stage was the first time that I decided to become an opera singer. It was, um, we were in our, like, senior high school chorus class, right? Mm -hmm. And we're doing this children's opera as our, like, final project for the class. And we all got cast in it, and they cast me as the evil stepmother. And I'm pretty sure that was typecasted because of the red hair, but I went with it, Okay. And I like, you know, really dove into the role. Right. On the night of the performance, like all of our family comes and whatnot. Like it wasn't, it was in like the theater, which was small for our high school. And um, we got up there and we had like regular clothes on for costumes. Like it wasn't a huge thing. But we were in the back and backstage and we were having fun. And I had this big purse that I had to carry on. Mm -hmm. And so all of, all of us were back backstage with like all the props most of us had never actually been in a show before so mm -hmm. all these props are back there and we think that they're funny and so they start stuffing my purse with all of these random things like a rubber chicken and <laughs> like it, just anything that they could find that would fit right. and they found these like huge sunglasses um which were hilarious and stuffed them in there and then um at some point like we had asked our choir director if like we could use it for the for the show right and you know he he was funny he had a good sense of humor so he was like yeah sure um so yeah. we use it and we go out on stage and there was this part where i had to read the letter um we were doing the show carmenella mm -hmm. which is a mix between the opera carmen and uh, the story of cinderella Wow. And so she reads the invitation to the ball, but it's the invitation to like a bullfight because that's what uh -huh. Carmen's about. Yeah. And so like I pull the invitation out and I remember that I have these huge glasses in my bag. So I pull them out and put them on my face. Like no one's expecting it. And everyone just like dies in laughter. Okay. <laughs> the entire audience just think it's, thinks it's hilarious. And like in my memory, it lasted for like 40 minutes, but I'm sure it was like you know 30 seconds of just right. like right. hard laughter but there was like something that just clicked that was like oh this is what i want to be doing all mm. the time because mm. that's really amazing having that mm. much control over a room of people so i guess that's the funniest one <laughs> that's a good one i don't think i've ever heard of Car carmenella i didn't even know there was a carmenella i didn't know there was a no it's like not that. widely performed which is a shame okay wow it's a shame i need to see that more that's all that's all like <laughs> <laughs> come on world we need to change that come on yeah i know <laughs> gosh that's interesting the more you know all right now not to get into that uh 
the rise up story, but has there been a time where you failed in the Euros of success? There has to be. Where I what? Sorry. You failed in the Euros of success? Oh, yeah. Most of it has been fail and then rise to success. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. I think the whole story is kind of like, like I heard some advice one time that was like, the top of the mountain that you're on is just the bottom of the next one. So Hmm. like each time you succeed, you're just at the beginning of your next challenge. Yeah. So I think that that principle is really true. Um, But I get like, so when I graduated Piedmont, okay. uh, Piedmont is a choir college. And um, like they focus primarily in choir and that's great. Love that. Um, but they didn't have a huge opera program. We had like a, and I don't know if it was the same with y'all, but we had like an opera workshop type thing that happened like one semester. Um, and we just did opera scenes. We never did like a real full production when I was there. Um, actually, no, we did one. We did, uh, I can't remember, but it was a small one. It was something. Um, <laughs> it was something. Uh, so um, when I went into undergrad, I knew that I wanted to do opera. Obviously, like I made up my mind the moment that I got off the stage from uh, being the evil stepmother. And I'm just really stubborn. So like no one could talk me out of it. And um, so knew I wanted to do opera, went to a choir college because I had no idea like how to navigate any college stuff because I'm the first person in my family to go to college. So it's not like my dad wow. can help or anything. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Um, and so went to the choir college. And then when I graduated, um, I went to go to apply to grad schools. Mm-hmm. And I applied to like seven of them. And I got no's from all of them. And like it was a huge blow. Um, I cried a lot, but uh, ended up applying to like two more. And um, one was Western Carolina University. And then the other Mm -hmm. one was Converse College. And they both accepted me um, randomly after seven, you know, uh, rejection letters. And so Western Carolina offered me a full ride to go. And Converse offered me... um, a like a stipulation along with it so they were like yeah we'll accept you but um you're only technically accepted for a semester and if after a semester you do not uh progress to like the level that we think that you should be at then you um not only get kicked out but the credits that you took for classes will not transfer and so i was like huh decisions decisions who will i pick you know right and um, I knew that vocally I wasn't at the place that I probably should be uh, to be an opera singer. Um, so after a lot of like praying and uh, trying to figure out like where I was supposed to go, I went with the not so obvious choice of going with the school that had the stipulation to it. Mm-hmm. So um, get into grad school. Um, obviously, I have no money going that first semester they're just trying to feel things out yeah and uh, after that first semester it was really really difficult 
um, to get where they needed me to be. And um, almost quite a few times, it was hard. Uh, but then after that semester, um, I not only got a um, accepted for the rest of um, my time, for the rest of mm -hmm. my degree, but I also got a partial assistantship. And then after that full year was up, I got a full ride for the rest of the time that I was there. Mm. And um, yeah, I think that's my best like fail to succeed story is that like you can start off just being the smallest fish in the pond and uh, rise to being the biggest fish in the pond. Not saying that I wasn't mm -hmm. the biggest fish, but in my mind, like, <laughs> Right. Coming from where I started, it was uh, it was uh, not so likely that I would end up with a full ride uh, oh, to yeah. finish out my degree. So definitely, so like hearing that story um, for the second time because I remember the first time I heard your story um, was when I was in at Piedmont and I was in Upper Workshop and oh yeah, Pilkington had you on the. Um, on FaceTime, I believe, or FaceTime or Skype or something, oh, yeah. and you were talking. You're talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were talking about this uh, the same the same story that what, what you had to go through and where you are now. It's it's very inspiring, and you should be very proud of yourself because you. I am. Yeah, means a lot. <laughs> it just takes work. That's it does. How I figured out a lot of people um, discourage me along the way, like they. Mm -hmm not in a bad way like everyone mm -hmm. knew that I was smart and mm -hmm. um, could do anything that I wanted to do but a lot of right. them tried to like tell me that they thought that like the teacher route was for me mm -hmm. and I couldn't like I was still pretty shy back mm -hmm. in undergrad right. like I did I was dating someone who was like the all hail magic musician of the uh -huh. time and, right like everyone was kind of looking to him and I didn't have any chance to like be anything but less than if that right. makes sense like not in a bad way but like right you know he was like the star team player mm -hmm. and then I was just like always his girlfriend right and so like I didn't really get a chance to to figure out who I was mm -hmm. um and that's partially like me I wasn't um very confident uh in myself so it took some time to figure out um who I wanted to be and who I was and um I think that a lot of people encouraged me to take the teacher route because they didn't know mm -hmm. really who I would become and I didn't right. really know I just knew that it wasn't that wasn't my route and right. so um, it was very discouraging in some ways, but also like it made me push against their ideas. So forced me to figure out like, hmm, why don't I want to be a teacher? Why am I, you know, not okay with like that just being my thing? Because I do love kids, but it's not, you know, it's not like loving being on stage. Very right. Different. <laughs> And it doesn't it doesn't exempt the fact that I mean you could always teach I mean at any time you're already doing it already you're doing it yeah I'm already lessons. teaching and you're already teaching I think that was the thing is that no one really explained to me that you could do a bunch of the things that you wanted to do yeah. you don't have to stick like it was so 
kind of push like you have one hole and you must go through that right opening and no one really tells you that when you get out into the world that you can do a thousand things like I thought that I would have to give up um like my art side I really like love painting and love art but I use it to like fuel my other stuff I you don't have to give up all the things that you want for the ultimate thing that you want all of those things that you're good at and um that you like to do they're Mm -hmm. the things that help you go to the road that you ultimately want to be on because honestly like there's no way that I could have done this unless I had you know sold paintings and sold uh Christmas ornaments and wrote a book and did a cd like it and all of those have um I have to use my skills as an artist not only that but um a musician too and you know it just it all works together kind of like a basket weaved together woven together so weave and woven yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that i completely agree with that because i I felt i felt the same with my college experience and where my career is uh, right now and where it continues to develop i incorporate everything that i've learned not just one thing but everything (laughs) and if y'all are listening that's that's the thing you know inspirational thing like don't just think it's because what you're doing right now is what you're going to be doing the entire time you're going to be doing different things you're going to get exposed to many different areas in your field or other fields and you're going to have to use it 100 <laughs> percent. now back to this evergreen album <laughs> <laughs> now you talked a little bit about the background behind it um what type of songs are we going to expect from um they're mostly classical Mm -hmm. um well they're mostly sung in a classical way i'll say that Uh, but there are a couple of jazz pieces on there there's a couple of um like folk hymns Mm -hmm. um with appalachian dulcimer and then there's um a couple of like traditional Christmas songs like Oh mm-hmm. Christmas Tree and uh, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Okay, um, all right. But yeah, it's kind of a, a mix because I am kind of a mix of a person. Like I like a bunch of different yeah. things. <laughs> right. The theme around this really settles in um, how the songs are structured. Um, so it starts out like with your bleak um season of life and it kind Mm -hmm. of morphs into like oh bleakness isn't so bad like I just have to keep going and um like gain confidence in myself and be still and work on me and then finally you get to the joy at the end exactly Um, so that's kind of where the theme lies the theme doesn't lie so much in the genre but I will say that all of the pieces are not um are not your typical except for like it's the most wonderful time of the year um Mm -hmm. but even that they're not um your typical uh christmas um arrangements so they have like something special about them they're um all of them are by arrangers that uh are not very well known um but they're just really really beautifully written and i fell in love with them when i heard them so 
yeah, we definitely need something fresh and new, especially these days. Everyone's always doing the same thing. So I applaud you that this yeah. is definitely going to be something and fresh. Again, I love, I love Christmas songs and I love all of them are like not, again, they're not like the cliche Christmas songs that right. uh, it's not like Mariah Carey. Like right. That love mariah carey love those songs but there's nothing like that so don't expect it um but it's kind of like an, a melancholy christmas okay. album like it's okay. it's more thoughtful it's more um like deep i guess mm-hmm. not so um quirky christmas your quirky cliche christmas yeah, i am quirky but this album is not <laughs> not this time <laughs> no not this time maybe a different one maybe a different one probably will come out at some point again because this has been a fun fun process oh that's awesome so with the recording process how, how did you fare with that what did you like about it and what was your first impression oh um, well, okay, so I normally record live, uh-huh. um, especially for auditions and things. Like, yeah. it's very rarely, and by very rarely, I mean it's never altered in any way. Like, the only thing that's ever altered is putting two clips together. Like, right. the sound is never altered because, you know, when you're auditioning for an opera, like, they have to yeah, know what you you're going to sound full. like live. Right. And so, um, adding like different, um, different sounds and different effects and, um, like realize, realizing like how much of it is actually edited for the yeah. radio and yeah. everyone else's album was a big mm-hmm. shock to me because yeah. honestly, like you take seven six clips of the same song and like you can edit together an almost perfect version of a song and it's crazy because i'm used to like if you make a mistake like that's just it like you just mistake made if 99 (laughs) percent of it was correct for live like you're doing you're doing a good job but so ben the um the amazing pianist on this was also um the guy who mixed everything awesome. and he you know we went through and i'm like oh i don't I don't love that section so much and he's like cool we'll take it out and use a different version yep. from another one of the takes and i'm like yep. that's how it works what, what? <laughs> we can do that <laughs> let's do it then yeah so that that's the most shocking part of the process is that i you know i didn't realize like how much how much of it was edited yeah i don't know if anyone really realizes how much one song is edited for a cd or yeah they, for the radio they don't know they don't know they don't know that is <laughs> not I the first take <laughs> yeah it's not the first take it's like you know i guess we did probably like four or five four or five takes um for most of the pieces mm-hmm. but for some of them it was like two okay yeah, which was nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. But, okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. She said two takes on some of them. At most five. <laughs> yeah. At most. 
I say that and then like you know it's not gonna be that great of a version probably should have taken like 13 you know just really note by note yeah. we note by the best <laughs> take that over and put this one <laughs> yeah honestly that's how it works crazy yeah. to me so with this album are we gonna see it on streaming platforms as well as just that exclusive cd no it's uh it's on streaming platform as well um, oh snap on, uh, spotify apple music all of the everything major streaming platforms on november 26th you heard so it you here, can order everybody. the cd through my website but then you can order the digital album online um through apple music as well yeah her website will be down below in the description so y'all can pre-order that i think she may have a pre-order option there's like yeah there's sweatshirts and there's a lot of merch too that was oh we got merch too i'm about to plug your merch up. we got some merch <laughs> merch we got plug. sweatshirts t-shirts stickers uh coming out soon are christmas ornaments and a an exclusive pair of christmas earrings that wow. if you buy go to donate um to a really um amazing organization okay y'all heard it here we got merch we got ornaments we got exclusive earrings we got albums to pre-order forget the cd get the forget exclusive the cd earrings. get the exclusive <laughs> earrings <laughs> exclusive yeah, you can buy are. earrings and support a cause same time like yep this is the good music and be a philanthropist at the same time i really can't and at christmas time like there's there's nothing better like that's amazing yeah. okay it's been fun. this is where the marketing degree really like okay marketing helps. you yeah, know go okay, ahead marketing. okay marketing <laughs> i might have to buy a t-shirt i might have to buy a sweatshirt buy some of those exclusive earrings i'll buy some earrings too <laughs> I got you. The CD, while I understand that most of us do not have CD players anymore, uh -huh. um, and it's easier to do it online, I did design the entire CD jacket myself. Um, so if you order by the 12th, you can get an autographed copy. And while that may not be worth much right now, in 50 years, uh -huh. who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? What you can sell that for on Craigslist. Uh-huh. On Craigslist. They don't know. It's going to be worth something. They don't know. They don't know. It's going to be worth something someday. So get it now. Get it now while it's hot, everybody. The hot side yeah, is on. while it's hot and cheap. While it's hot and cheap, okay? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to have a link in the description. Y'all can see. Y'all can support. That is awesome. It just went from album to we got merch, we got ornaments, exclusive earrings. What else y'all got? That for now? Yeah, that I mean, that's all I could really do over, you know, <laughs> a certain set of months. Next time I'll do stuff a lot differently. Um, okay. But like, you know, this time I feel I feel pretty pretty solid with uh the product that's coming out and um yeah, it's fun. Okay. Like right now I'm boxing up, so there were 12 people that ended up sponsoring this album. And um, if you buy a CD, you'll see who they are because uh, all of their names are in it. But okay. um, I'm boxing up their little like sponsor gifts right now. So they get some free merch for believing in me um, when I had 
no money and just a dream. And I really want to number one, say thanks to them. Like, uh, could, could not have done it without them. But also if you're in the music, um, biz or you're like, you're looking to make an album, you really like, you need people that sponsor you. You need people that believe in the dreams that you make and create for yourself and, um, whatnot because you're not going to have all the resources available to you like creating a cd is expensive and um you need people that uh believe in you and care about you and want to see you know you make something of yourself so if you don't have that kind of support system like you really need to find people that uh believe in the things that you believe in for yourself you're right definitely need a strong team to support in your vision and invest in you because if they believe you believe we all can succeed and achieve and that's what's up so my goodness now are we going to see i know i know covid is still around and there's the delta and all that but are we going to see like a tour coming soon for this album and where where would you You expect i want i want there to be um and there is I'm doing right now just one concert in okay. uh, Virginia. In so that's small. Um, and I hope that there's going to be more, but um, I don't know. Christmas is always like a really heavy time yeah. for uh, yeah. musicians. So yeah. we'll see. I'm hoping to add like two to three more locations okay. um, to the list, but it's also audition season for me with... Um, opera so like this weekend i have to go to pensacola Uh um for an audition for pensacola opera which is great wow Um, and i've never been to pensacola and it's also my dog's birthday so he's coming with me and going to the beach um he's gonna see the ocean for the first time at yeah so that's gonna be fun Um, but yeah we'll see i i want there to be more but if it doesn't happen then not it's, it's okay. not going to be horrible. It's okay. It, uh, we're busy. <laughs> we got earrings. We it's fine. Busy. It's fine. Exclusive earrings. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next, Next time. time. It's all good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Now, <laughs> where do you hope to be in the next five years? <laughs> where do I hope to be? <laughs> um... I'm 30 right now. So by 35 musically, I'd like to be in the young artist circuit like extensively. Um, And I'd like to be in a place where this is always the dream of, it's not just about, you know, creating music, but like the ultimate goal is to create music so much that you can financially support yourself on music alone right that is and, that is um, the dream so in five years i'd really like to be able to be able to support myself in music alone mm-hmm. um that's the ultimate goal i have goals of like places that i want to sing and um all of that but the ultimate goal is just to be able to uh support myself with this um but again you know it's a long road 
if it doesn't happen in the next five years, we'll work for the next okay. 10. And it's okay. Next 10, next 20. We'll go <laughs> up until, you know, my teacher's like, hey, we should probably, you know, like think about that bread baking. Bread uh, baking. <laughs> skill that you don't have. <laughs> probably I'm not talking about to, bread. You know, warm up the oven, if you know what I mean. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, bread bake. Bread baking. Sponsored by Lindsay. Sponsored <laughs> Lindsay by Lindsay. Sponsored by Lindsay Brackett. When in doubt, bake bread. Shirt coming soon. <laughs> hey, watch those. I'll some more of those shirts than like the actual evergreen shirts. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Yeah. They're cute though. Like the um the sweatshirts and stuff have like a cool tree logo thing that's oh. also in the CC jacket. And then the t-shirts have that um, very poetic description of evergreen. So if you consider yourself as an evergreen and constantly like trying to thrive in all seasons of life, especially the harsh ones, like you should get a shirt and wear it out. So people know that about you. Just a, I'm just about to find myself a shirt right after this. <laughs> They come in green and black. Oh, green and black. Oh, green. I love green. All green right. Green and yep. black. Green and black. There okay. are options. There are options. Okay. Awesome. Y'all going to see me with the next Evergreen Share promoting this episode when it drops. Um, remember, <laughs> <laughs> check out Evergreen November 26th, right? Yeah. That's okay. Good. It's going to come out right when midnight hits. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is important really information <laughs> yeah i will say midnight midnight, midnight. yeah like yeah <laughs> all right midnight right when it hits november 26th check out evergreen by Lindsay brackage um an album melancholy christmas it's not your usual it's not your typical christmas album it's it's different it's unique special i'm gonna just say that special <laughs> and, for, and for all my viewers i might share a clip of Lindsay singing in this episode for all my youtube people so you can see visually what she does she's talented okay talented is just an understatement she's exceptionally talented so my story is i was just walking in uh in the practice rooms one day and i just heard this voice sing. i was like wow who's that i was like oh that's Lindsay. <laughs> really Yep. <laughs> I love that. And that's when the practice rooms weren't really practice rooms because you can't, they're not really soundproof, so you can hear everything. So I was like, oh. I don't know any practice rooms that are soundproof. They're like, never. It's a lie. My master's degree, they weren't soundproof. Oh, they're soundproof. No, they're not. We could hear everything. And the worst thing is, is that, like, not saying that they have to be soundproof for the people outside, but if you're practicing, and then next door, someone's also practicing. Like, we as musicians tend to be pretty insecure people, you know? Right. Like, the last thing we need is someone else singing beside us that is, quote, unquote, better than us. Right. It makes you not want to practice. It's like, dang. <laughs> like, why? They know what they're doing. I'm just. Yeah, exactly. Maybe right. not, like, insecure, but, like, introspective. We, you know, introspective. we question right. a lot. Singing inception. Do you feel that? How I feel that. Feel? I feel You're that. like overly confident. You like the exception to the rule. 
gosh, overly no, I I'm not overly confident. I'm confident in what I do. Um, but I, I do take notice of what, what other people do as well. Um, but it actually pushes me, it drives me, it drives me. It drives okay. me. Like, That's good. I'd say that back in choir if I'm a, uh, if I didn't get the solos, it drive me next time. I'll try again. <laughs> I'd say Nats was a big, big, a big, big key in that also with Nats. You get first day of Spoles and Nats, like, oh, goodness, judges. Oh, gosh. All right. And they write those little comments That's also another thing. Let me just tell you, I did not win Nats, okay? And if you don't know what Nats is, like National Association for Teachers of Singing, it's this competition that everyone goes to when you're in school, okay? And, like, I went every single year every single year through like that's four years in undergrad and then three years in my master's let me tell you I didn't place at all until the last year that I could possibly place because I was graduating and I won (laughs) wow if that is not a theme for my life like it's gonna happen at the last possible last possible say oh my god look out for that like look out maybe not the next five years but definitely before my voice craps out like wow. it will happen and it probably will. the moment before it happens oh yeah it will <laughs> if that's how it's moving like... it, i mean i'm just noticing a theme okay i'm not saying that that's like what's going to happen but like okay. you know a theme for my life that's pretty like well, I hope Pretty we can accurate. manifest some energy so that that can happen quicker instead of at the last moment. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're really trying, you know. Everybody, I don't, I don't know what to do to manifest that, everybody. but like, I'm I'm open to suggestions, you know. I don't yeah. know everything. I'm learning. Yeah, if anybody's done watching this or or listens, comment what she can do to manifest some energy <laughs> out there to quickly bring off make things go make things faster. Faster, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, with that being said, since we are in the last minutes of this amazing interview, gosh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's already about to end. That's crazy. What would you like to leave us off with? Um just final remarks, I would say. Just final remarks. Final remarks. Um, where can we find you? There we <laughs> where, where can we find? Well, you can find me at my house um, with my dog, Ben. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook uh, handle Lindsay Brackage, B-R-A-K-H-A-G-E. Um, and then also on Instagram, you can find me on YouTube. You just uh, search for my name, okay. Lindsay with an E, not an A. Um, you won't come up with anything if it's an A. Oh. A-Y. Um, but last final remarks. Um I think the most special thing about this, like creating this album has been um, the journey of like knowing where I started and thinking that, you know, I always wanted to make a CD. I always wanted to feel good enough to make a CD. Um, Yeah. And I think like back then, I really didn't think that I would ever do it. And so, now like seeing that we're in a place where uh i can make the cd i did make the cd and it is you know it's really nice in my opinion um but just like seeing how far i've come 
like the thing that I leave you with is to you have the the blessing of seeing where you started and maybe you're not where you want to be yet but um, you can always look back and see how far you've come and that really really is a blessing okay so, um, always look back and keep looking forward keep going for those goals all right <laughs> i hope y'all felt that i felt that too all right <laughs> i felt that oh goodness hey i hope y'all enjoy listening to this podcast thank you so much Lindsay, for allowing me the opportunity to interview you for this special episode definitely be thank one, you be really one of the better ones yeah one of the better ones there's a lot of episodes out there i'd say one of the best ones out there um, there's been a lot of good episodes you're, you're gonna be up there um definitely um, i mean you know like i paid him to say that so like you know, she definitely did <laughs> 20 bucks so yep. worth it so worth it 20 bucks up so much <laughs> oh my gosh goodness ah funny story guys before i was supposed to record this uh, a few days ago then i ran some traffic because the world decided braves won and i couldn't get back home on time and i felt so bad about it like, oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but we made it we did it and we made it and it's amazing so you guys check out Lindsay on our social medias listen to the album this is probably going to drop um probably around the week before the album releases and i'm gonna let her, her know i'm gonna let y'all know we're gonna have it on social media gonna blow it up super blast boom it's gonna be there exciting right but yeah i'm gonna see y'all later it's inspired by aq this is aq that's Lindsay. bye bye <laughs> Inspired by AQ versus AQ the singer. Which side are you on? The motivation side or the music side?